we recording? <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? Seriously. Am I recording? <laughs> You're listening to Let's Get Into It, a podcast designed to help you in your life and in your business. My name is Bree Marie and I'm your host. You might have stumbled upon my blog, livingbreely.com, or taken one of my online courses, or maybe you're just learning about my work for the first time. As a business strategist, course creator, and a seasoned blogger, I've had the opportunity to sit down with number one best-selling authors, world-class experts, coaches, healers, and other online entrepreneurs who are super excited to share with you their stories, learning lessons they've had along the way, and how they continue to strive on making an impact in our world. Each week, I want to bring you two episodes full of tangible and actionable steps to inspire you to have an impactful, sustainable, and purpose-driven life and business. So let's get into it. Hello. Welcome back. What if I started every episode with like a song? (laughs) Me singing. I'm not a great singer. I can do a lot of things, but singing just isn't one of them, unfortunately. But we're not here to talk about me. I somehow always find a way to like turn the conversation back to myself, Um, which, you know, at least I'm self-aware. Okay, like I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm working really hard on it. Um, so today's guest is amazing. Oh my gosh. So my good friend, Sharon Saylor, who I did a podcast episode with, she is one of the world's best body language experts, recommended an interviewer, interviewee that she had on her podcast, and her name is Carolyn. And Carolyn is nothing short of an absolute rock star. So Carolyn Hauser, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. I'm going to have all of her links down below, obviously, for you guys to go and check her out, is an amazing person to interview. And This is, like, something I've debated, like, sharing, but, like, being interviewed on a podcast, like, takes a little skill. Like, you don't need to be full-on media trained, but it is, like, I've done some interviews where I'm, like, oof, oof, that was rocky. Carolyn is, like, amazing. Like, I could have honestly sat there and talked for hours with her because she is so knowledgeable about so many different topics. So Carolyn has many titles. She's a mother. She is an author. She's a naturopathic doctor, a family constellations practitioner, a humanistic psychotherapist, and a woman's empowerment expert. Whew. The girl is smart. I should say the woman is smart. She knows her stuff. And I'm so grateful that she had took time out of her day to sit down and chat with me and share more of her story about how she healed herself from adrenal fatigue and how she also developed 
the pleasure IQ, which she is going to discuss more about more about it in this episode so I'm not gonna try to spoil it and ruin it for you okay like I hate when people like ruin movies for you (laughs) you're like excuse me I feel like the same in podcasts when they like give too much information in the beginning I'm like you could have built that up a little bit so I'm not gonna spoil it for you Carolyn like I said she's full of knowledge I could have talked to her for hours and I feel like she is a natural healer like her natural inclination is to heal. And I think that that is so powerful, especially for women um, and especially for any part of our life, whether it's spiritual, physical, emotional, like we've all healed in some way and we all continue to heal. And I'm just really grateful that Carolyn was able to share so much of her story and utilizing that to also help fuel and heal other women. So I'm going to shut up (laughs) because the, the real power isn't in me rambling. It's in the interview. So I hope that you guys enjoy this. If you guys did love this episode, I'm going to include all of the links down below for Carolyn. Please shoot her an email, connect with her, and let her know that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know you enjoyed this episode. You can tag me listening on your device at Living Breely on Instagram. You can also always send me an email to info at livingbreely.com. And you guys, I've got a hotline number. So you can actually call in. I'm going to give you the number in a second, but I want you guys to call in if you guys have questions. If there was a question that you had for a past guest, I would love to reach out to that guest and have them answer it for you. So give me a ring. The phone number is 949-734-0225. You can also swipe up if you're listening on iTunes or any platform you're listening on. There should be the show notes. Whoa, I just dropped my through my phone. <laughs> I haven't memorized the number. Um, Really quick, someone asked me, they're like, the other day, they're like, did you ever even have to memorize numbers? And the answer is yes. So I have two four numbers memorized. One is my dad's, my mom's, my own. Okay, five. So my mom's, my dad's, my own phone number. Um, my home, my childhood home phone number that doesn't even exist. And my childhood best friend's home number that they lived across the street. They were a set of twins. And I like, obviously, like we would call every day to discuss our Britney Spears um, choreographic routines to I'm a slave for you. So of course I had to memorize numbers and I'm getting better. I'm trying to memorize this number and it's embarrassing. Like I should know. So 949-734-0225. So give it a ring. It's going to take you directly to a voicemail and you can leave your question, your comment, your concern, your Instagram handle. (laughs) And let me know what you thought of this episode. If you have any questions, if you have a question for the guest, if you have a question for me to answer, I'd love to do like an entire episode where I just answer your guys' questions. So again, now I'm really going to stop talking because I want to get into this episode. You guys are absolutely going to love it. And I will see you on Friday. 
All right. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. So Carolyn was actually referred to me by Sharon, who I had on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, probably late last year. Um, She was the body language expert and she referred me to Carolyn. And then we had a great conversation and I was just super excited to have her come on the podcast. So Carolyn, tell us a little bit about what you do? <laughs> That's a good question. Do many things, <laughs> because you do I, lots of things. <laughs> I do lots of things, but I am passionate about one very specific thing. And that is I'm taking a stand for paradise now for all of us living in our own version of, you know, what it would feel like to be in paradise, basically. And my, that. yeah, and my unique brilliance with that is that, um, I'm an energy worker, so I shift energy, I work with energy, I teach about energy. Um, I'm very passionate about energy because the, getting into that paradisical state has a lot to do with shifting your own energy and something that you can learn. You know, it's not something that's out of our reach. That's why I'm so excited about this. Yeah, absolutely. Topic. So on Sharon's podcast, which I'm going to link below in the show notes. So if you guys want to listen to it, it's absolutely amazing. Um, but I want to make this like you guys were speaking at a level, um, that was super like high level when it comes to talking about energy and understanding (laughs) it. So I want to make this like basic elementary ABCs. (laughs) I'm very much for that. I'm, I'm German originally. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm known for making things really practical and understanding. Well, oh, good. I, yeah, I think I told you my mom lived in Germany, I think, for like yes. eight years. Um, and she like loved it there. And I've always wanted to go. Um, so that's definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> go in the summer. I think uh, I told you that. Yeah, go in the summer. It's like nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us, so energy. So when you say energy... I have like my own idea of what that is, but yeah. kind of explain that to people. Like when you say that you help shift energy, help move energy, what is that? I know you and Sharon were talking about like the vibrational state. I heard like 200 and like 700 and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but just, just to, to make it really easy and understandable, think of energy as in like electricity or current or, you know, power power as in a power that it takes to run an appliance right that kind of energy is easy for us to understand that any kind of electrical device or a motor or you know any kind of machine needs energy to run right, right. so that's the kind of energy that i talk about so, you know something that's really measurable and that propels things basically and we're composed of energy like our bodies yeah everything in the universe so einstein was obviously a brilliant physicist he just told us, and he, you know, he could prove it in a series that everything in the universe is actually energy, and so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a frequency, or a, um, yeah, a vibration, that vibrates at a certain 
speed, so to say. So, you know, electricity runs at a certain speed and so does other forms. So do other forms of energy, but they're basically like electric, electric energy, just electricity, you know, if we touch it, it will hurt us. <laughs> right. Subtler forms of energy that, you know, do not, but also electricity is not visible to the eye, right? So it's kind of the same principle, it's kind of the same idea and principle. Yeah. So like when I, sometimes after I meditate, I literally feel like, I mostly feel it in my arms. Like it's like a tingling, not like mm -hmm. muscly tingling, but it's like, I feel like my skin, like if, if I, it doesn't look like this, but I feel like my skin's like almost rippling. Mm -hmm. Is that like the type of energy you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so, so, you know, for, for us, to function good the more energy the more power basically the more <clears throat> fuel or input we have the more output we can also have in a sense right the, the, the more electricity we have the better we can run in a way mm. that makes sense interesting so, yeah no it does <clears throat> i'm very in or i've been very interested but first of all i got myself into a state where i had literally no energy like right. i could not get off the couch and open my eyes and it wasn't a psychological thing. It wasn't a depression. You know, it was physically, like physical, no energy, like as if somebody had pulled the plug. And that happens when you don't treat yourself well and when you, you know, push yourself too hard all your life. For me, it was eating disorders and toxic relationships and, and working, you know, at night and, and, and just living really unhealthy lifestyle. I was, I was, uh, uh, bartender that's why I was working at night just to clarify nevertheless it was not a healthy environment you know and not healthy for my body and so by the time that I had my kids my body was very and I wasn't eating right still you know I was not anorexic anymore but I wasn't eating right so by the time uh, my, my second child came around my body just collapsed basically mm. and so um, ha having had that collapse, I left my, I, one night, my husband at the time came home and I just told him like, you know, I was, I was basically, my role was to keep down the fort so he could go work and he would be gone from like eight in the morning till eight and nine. And I had two small kids at home, was living in California. All my family is in, in Germany. So they could emotionally support me, but not physically. Right. So the kids were bouncing off the walls all day long, you know, and I just could not handle it. And when he came home one night from work, I said, I just can't do this anymore. And he didn't, he didn't get it. You know, I can't blame him because he was super overwhelmed, overwhelmed himself. Um, but his response was, well, you wanted to be a mother. And when he said that, it just felt like a death sentence to me. I just felt so, I just felt like, okay, there's no help. There's just no hope for me. And so in that moment, my, my spirit, my soul literally left my body. My body was kind of on the floor on a futon. My kids were on top crying because they didn't understand what was going on. I was hovering under the ceiling and I looked at, you know, I looked from under the ceiling down on that. I saw my kids on top of my body and even seeing them in, in, in that kind of distress um, didn't make me go back, which was really scary because I love them very much and they're a big part of my purpose. And then something else happened. A voice said, Carolyn, you know, your work isn't done here. And with that, I was sent back into my body. And for an entire week, I was suspended in a completely clear state of consciousness where I could just see, where not with my eyes, it was more like a musical 
experience <laughs> that everything really truly is energy and that I had been the cause for me being at such a low point basically energetically so it wasn't just my physical body we were going through bankruptcy my marriage wasn't working I wasn't living my purpose you know it was like my time in all areas of my life it was just mm -hmm. super low negative point <clears throat> and so during that week anytime that a negative thought would try to enter my mind or you know i would try to do some negative something negative it's it was almost like um i was listening to music and when when this negative thing was coming into my awareness the music would go out of tune and i would just not I would just not want the, the good the good sounding music to stop. So I never went into any kind of negativity. And then um, on the seventh date, I got into a fight with my ex-husband now. <laughs> and the state ended. But, but it really created a hunger for me to, to find out how I got myself into that state because everything was flowing in that state. Like I had, I was, and it's funny because I, using the story of a lemon. I just remember one day I really wanted to have a lemon and um, I was even too weak to drive or go to the store or anything. So um, I decided to just go, go to the bus basically and take the bus. And on my way to the bus station, I came across a lemon orchard and a man came out of the orchard and gave me a lemon. You know, and I That's had so crazy. many experiences like that, and they're not coincidences. This is when when we are in the when we are basically in a state where not where we're not in resistance to anything, where we're in harmony. Things like that will flow. The moment, and sometimes it was even you know I couldn't even tell if I had the thought for something or something came, and then I was like, oh, that's what I just wanted. You know, it was like there was no lag in time between a, a desire and the fulfillment. So it was super powerful teaching during the time. And so the last basically six years I've dedicated <clears throat> to figuring out how I got myself into that state and how I can help other people's people to get in that state and how we can stay in a, in a high vibrational state in a harmonious high vibrational state. And oh, my amazing. life, my life, you know, just to, to top it off, so to speak, I've since um, sold almost close to a million in my own services when before I've never made any money. Um, and doing that with, you know, work four hours a week, a day, you know, five days a week, um, I uh, ha had attracted um, a much better relationship. Um, I'm living on the beach in the Caribbean. My body's completely healed. So, and that all happened in a, you know, sh fairly short amount of time, really. I once. think that's amazing because I think, and this is why I like love doing podcasts is because I hope that someone hears that story and has hope. Like yeah. that no matter what you're going through right now, yes, things are going to get better. Yeah, like, and it's energy it, the energy work is in your hands. You know, not a lot of things are in our hands, but the our own energy and how we feel, there is things we can do to really gradually help ourselves feel better and get better. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Um so through the work that you've done, I mean, first let's talk, talk about the out of body experience. I think that that's, I've never experienced that. So walk us through like, what did that feel like? Like what was, what do you feel like the purpose of having that out of body experience was? 
I think it was just really for me to um, be put on a different path because I was so entrenched in the negativity. You know, I was so believing that this was it, you know, my life that it was just a divine intervention to like show me like, no, 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 you know, yes, this will be your reality if you don't do something different, but you're the one that's, you know, allowed all this negativity. You've allowed yourself to become so negative without judgment, you know, just kind of like a teaching, like Mm -hmm. when you do these things, you become negative. And when you do these things, you become more positive and then things get better. So do you think people have to have, because like as you're explaining this story, it sounds like every kind of facet of your life was beginning to collapse. So do you yeah. think in order to make changes like the changes that you, you've experienced and, and in your business and in your life and your relationships and where you live, do you think people have to have that like collapse in order to make changes? Well, you know, part of my, part of why I'm sharing what I'm sharing is so that people don't have to go, you know, all the way to the bottom. Right. But also when you hit rock bottom, you hit a, like a, you know, a lot of people actually have the best chance of making massive change when they're at rock bottom because the stakes are much higher. Right. So in some ways, even though it feels the shittiest, you have the best chances of really creating amazing breakthroughs when mm-hmm. you're in that, because you have your back against the wall. Right kind of thing so so it seems like you know for some of us that's what needs to happen and then hopefully for others um they don't need to have the experience and and can just shift (coughs) sooner before it goes you know before they hit the rock bottom yeah see i feel like that was i mean i had that not out of body experience but i just had this moment of like looking in the mirror and I was sick I had like a really bad stomach bug and I like got up from the bathroom floor and I was like washing my face and I just like happened to catch a glimpse of myself and I started like asking myself like myself like who are you like what are you doing like are you actually happy is this lifestyle sustainable like what kind of impact are you making on the world around you? And I couldn't, one, I couldn't answer like the question of who am I? (laughs) And two, I didn't like any of my answers for the, for the other questions. And that's when I realized like, oh, there has to be some changes here because I don't like this feeling. Um, And it's interesting, like how I feel like sometimes like our bodies are what, truly tell us like hey this isn't right like I think maybe our brain I mean I don't know like the whole thing about it like medically or like (laughs) you know how that all works but I think like our brain maybe as a as as a as a self-defense mechanism kind of blocks out like the law like the things that we actually wanted to do like what I was doing I knew like I could tell you like I was aware that I didn't like what I was doing with my, in my career, just in my life in general. But logically, like I wasn't making any steps to get out of the situation. And so then it was like, my body kind of had to take its, its into its own hands and be like, all right, if you're not going to do anything about it, we're going to shut this shit down <laughs> like, uh-huh. and, and, and figure it out. So I, yeah, I think that that's really interesting, like how our bodies kind of meet us somewhere in the middle when it comes to 
to to all of this. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the energy is very much connected to your body and learning about energy because obviously the energy flows in your body and your body is the vehicle through which you can feel energy and generate energy or disconnect yourself from energy. And right. the body is always, you know, body is always in the present moment and body always knows the truth. Our mind has, you know, it's connected to the ego and <clears throat> survival, um, you know, subconscious survival mechanisms and so forth. And so that's why the the focus in my work has been to really help people be in their bodies and work with their bodies to, you know, learn to read these signals faster. And also, um, which leads me to, you know, my, the body, my body of work is called pleasure IQ and I help people develop a pleasure IQ. And uh, my definition of the pe pleasure IQ is um, the ability, your level of ability to allow pleasure in all areas of your life. And in order to do that, you need to, you can't have an experience of pleasure. And with pleasure, I mean, my definition of pleasure is just a really amazing, good feeling, feeling in your body, not stimulated by anything, you know, not because you ate something or because you drank something, but just a feeling by itself, a good feeling, feeling in your body. And so um, what I've learned in, in my journey is that when, when we focus on following what feels what feels pleasurable what feels good we actually end up creating the life that we want because um god has given us this this, this mechanism of um it's almost like a compass it's almost like the the pleasure is a compass that's connected to your paradise and so you know you need to learn to 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 feel period and be in your body before you can actually feel if something feels good or not good. That makes mm -hmm. sense. No, it does. Absolutely. And so a lot of the physical things that we're seeing, you know, even the autoimmune um, diseases, anxiety, all these kinds of things, they come from us disconnecting and suppressing our emotions and not being in our body and not being connected to ourselves, not listening to our soul and spirit and, um, you know, doing what everybody else wants out of fear, you know, it's usually connected to survival, not, you know, consciously, consciously, we know that, you know, I know that I don't, you know, need to do certain things to survive, but subconsciously, we're all still programmed. And especially as women, you know, because we were so dependent on men, for example, and, and other things for our survival for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested, I mean, from a holistic perspective, do you think that this disconnect that you were describing with what we actually want to do, what actually brings us pleasure, what actually brings us joy and like really feeling the emotions, do you feel like that is the cause for things like anxiety, like depression, like mm -hmm. autoimmune diseases? Yeah. Basically, yeah. you know, because you're really denying your, yourself, you're denying your self-expression, you're denying, you're denying yourself to live your life, in essence. Mm. So how could the pleasure IQ, and we're going to like dive into it a little bit more, but how could the pleasure IQ help someone who does have anxiety? So a lot of... Um, a lot of the work is really around healing your, our, you know, healing your nervous system, which your nervous system is basically the electrical system in your body. Like if we went with the analogy of a house, um, 
the the appliances in the house only work as as good as the wiring in the houses and uh, it's the same with your life if your nervous system has had an impact which for most of us it had whether it's ancestral we, in, we actually inherit ancestral um, trauma or we have gone you know either either we've grown up in negative negativity you know in in you know with uh, with parents that weren't predictable or just you know working a lot or whatever or we've actually experienced real um traumatic situations these things leave an imprint in our nervous system and these imprints are negative because they they are like lightning hitting a house and melting down you know the circuits and so forth in the house you know when that happens in actuality so when trauma hits us it is not a psychological event it's actually a, a physiological event and it it diminishes our nervous system and the ability for our nervous system to function and so a lot of the work has to do with healing and mending your nervous system and the beautiful thing about this is it's only something each individual can do because you do it by being in your body if that makes sense you know you can't repair a house by looking at it from the outside you actually have to be in the house you have to be the you know in the house and go to the different places where um the, the lightning hit the hit and melted down the wires right. and um one of the free gifts that I'm always giving when I'm on these podcasts is uh, um, an audio that teaches people how to basically find these. here. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I totally know how valuable your time is and I love that you're spending it by tuning into this episode. If you've been listening for a while or maybe this is your first time, it would mean so much to me if you dropped a review or star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really loved this episode and you know someone who, um, hint, hint, cough, cough, would love this episode as well and find it valuable, please share it with them. Thanks again for listening and let's get back into it. Um, negative imprints in your nervous system and transform them into positive and transform them so that they're gone basically it's it's almost like these negative imprints like ice ice blocks in your nervous system and by putting your attention learning how to put your attention on it you can melt the ice blocks you know it becomes water it goes into your blood system it goes to your kidneys and then you just pee it out basically you know to, to give an, a metaphor and, or like a, a picture right and, yeah. and when, when you do this work you do it with the, you know you energetically do it so you you don't necessarily pee out water but you will feel heat leaving your body for example interesting this is yeah. amazing um so let's talk about the pleasure iq because there are four things yes. mm-hmm. in the pleasure iq yeah so let's talk about the first one which is shame and guilt Releasing shame and guilt. Yeah. So 
essentially, you know, there's, there's different energy levels and we want to get to a high vibrational energy level. Our, when we have feelings, it's an interpretation of an energy level. So anger, fear, anything that's negative has a low vibration. Fear and, uh, sorry, shame and guilt are the two lowest vibrational frequencies that you could live at. They're at 20 and 30. And if you live at that, you will die. Like it will cause your body to malfunction. And, you know, um, I, th I think the reason why we see so much disease is because a lot of people carry so much shame and guilt and fear and those lower vibrational frequencies. Oh, wow. So, so, you know, one of the first step is actually to release that, you know, because without it, there's no way that you could start feeling better. So really quick, how do you measure the, the frequencies? Like, <laughs> like how so do you I, know yeah, what I, I don't, I don't uh, physicists uh, do it. And then also, I have all this, I learned all this research from David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, he's no longer living, but he did clinical research on I think over 20,000 patients and he used kinesiology muscle testing to test different, you know, just different things. Mm -hmm. And then it's my understanding that it can be measured with like a, a measuring device that can measure frequency also. Yeah. Okay. Just really quick side note, sidebar, side note. Have you seen the heel documentary on Netflix? Yes. Oh my gosh. So the part, if no one's seen it, you guys should definitely go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, it's called heel H E A L. Um, they, the thing with the hearts that they did were like, it was actually that electric magnetic field and they could actually measure mm -hmm. like the frequency and like they, when they did the EKG and they were showing the different like lines on the EKG, they could actually measure like emotions, like your heart mm -hmm. would be mm -hmm. like when it's angry, when it's sad, when it's stressed. And then to like actually measure like that electric magnetic wave that we actually mm -hmm. produce and then to see it, like how it can interfere with other human beings that you're in a room with was like so mind-blowing to me so mm -hmm. that's where that question was or like wait how do you measure these like mm -hmm. energy things yeah um yeah that was amazing okay so releasing the shame and the guilt and then the the second step is to integrate your feminine and masculine energy because like i said for for us to for us to live in paradise, basically in a state where everything flows, we need to be in harmony. And where most of us are not in harmony is within the feminine and masculine. We all come from these two streams, right? We all come from a father and a mother, biologically. Right. And energetically, we also come from these two streams. And for most of us within ourselves, we, we have the, the, the healthy feminine and the healthy masculine, and then we have the unhealthy masculine and unhealthy feminine. And for most of us, we, we live in the unhealthy parts and so um, learning what those parts feel like and things that you can do to strengthen each is really crucial because once you do, and it, and, and it does have to do with healing your relationships to your parents, but you, know, you might have really great relationships to your parents and you might still be out of balance within yourself. So um, it's, it's a little different. There's no like one size fits all recipe because we're all, you know, some of the, uh, us are really strong in our feminine and really weak in our masculine some of us are really strong in our masculine, weak in our feminine. And, and then, you know, some of us are at times stronger at this and at times stronger at the other. And um, the beautiful thing is that in your everyday life, you can start strengthening these things by 
you know, knowing, for example, that the empowered masculine is stable, is clear, is balanced, is protective, is action oriented, is focused, has direction. Like those are all the qualities of the empowered masculine. And also on the contrary, like if you're struggling with these things, if you're struggling with focus, with direction, um, if you're not feeling safe, it means, you know, that your inner empowered masculine is not, is not empowered. It's not at work. And with the empowered feminine, it's, she's, she's connected. She's love. She's creative. She's expressive. She's alive. Um, those are just some of, you know, she's connected to her intuition. She's, she's knowing she can flow with the changes. Um, those are just some of the feminine qualities. And so, in the contrary, if you're having really, if you're having a hard time being flexible, for example, or if you're having a hard time relaxing and receiving those kinds of things, that means, you know, there's work to be done on stepping into the empowered feminine. And so there's really simple practices that we can do um, with the, with the, to step into the empowered masculine, start seeing um, how much men or the masculine actually does for you already, the empowered masculine. When, when men open the door for you, um, you know, your male men bringing your, you the male, like starting to acknowledge where the masculine is. The masculine wants to be in service to this feminine. You know, the, the, masculine's per, the masculine is the most happy. And most women don't know this. You know, we have, we've learned so much crap about men. Mm-hmm. The masculine is most happiest when it can serve us and when it can make us happy. For the most part, you know, men feel like they can never make us happy and they just <laughs> give up. And, you know. and yeah. So, so we can actually start shifting this by seeing what men do for us. And if we're not in a relationship, we can use the men that are in our lives or we can use structures like your house. Your house is just there. It protects you. You know, it doesn't want anything from you. It just is there for you, protecting you. So you could start developing a visceral feeling, like a felt feeling of being protected just by acknowledging that you actually have a house that is there for you. That's, you know, providing, providing, a safe space for you providing is also a masculine quality for example and with the feminine um beauty is also a very big um, feminine quality so you can start acknowledging beauty seeing beauty you know and um seeing connection start seeing start putting you know putting different glasses on and start looking for connection love abundance flow beauty those kinds of things to to start acknowledging the presence of the empowered feminine. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I love that you gave examples because I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. No, it's so interesting too because I feel like in different situations, like the masculine and feminine energy, like one will overpower the other. Like I think especially, I'm sure you can relate to this, like in business, like yeah. I feel like that masculine energy totally has to come out to like have yeah. unity, to have the vision and the direction and like mm-hmm. the focus. But then I think to actually be successful in business, you have to tap into that feminine energy yes. to be able to be in that receiving mode of like, I deserve this. It's okay. Like, yeah, plus really- also otherwise you're going to burn out because you're not going to mm-hmm. be fueled, you know? Yeah. And I have, that's my, that's personally like my struggle is like, I'll lean way into the masculine mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, I need to like stop for a second and like, not work so hard <laughs> like yeah. it's okay <laughs> yes. or else I yeah, will I mean, most of us do it you know because we live in a society where that was 
you know, where it seems like we have to work hard to make things happen. And it's not true. Yeah. And that's something I'm definitely letting go of. It's just taking me time. <laughs> yeah. So the third one is healing our core sexual power. Did mm-hmm. I, is that the third mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. So, you know, most people, when they hear sex or sexuality, they think it's actually, you know, it's how you make love or making love and those, you know, yes, they're connected, but your sexuality or your sexual core power, as I call it, is actually your life force is the amount, again, the amount of energy power that you allow that can run through your body. And we've all disconnected, you know, for the most part because, you know, of the shame and, uh, in, you know, it's not appropriate to be sexual. And there's so many misunderstandings, you know, so many people are com- completely confused about sexuality and what it means and what it doesn't mean and so forth. And um, I, I very much believe that um, in the, you know, ancient times, people knew to have sacred, how to be sacred with sexuality and how to renew themselves mm-hmm. through lovemaking and so forth but they also know how to cultivate this energy with themselves. So I believe that our bodies are actually wired for much, much higher and much, much more energy than we are all currently experiencing. And I also believe that on purpose, you know, there was such a damper put on our sexuality because the people in power knew that it would weaken us and, you know, it would be very easy to turn everybody into sheep, basically. <clears throat> so again, healing, healing that part of you very much has to do with just... Um, awakening these pathways in your body and learning to live through your senses and and being in your body and and being with this energy learning about this energy allowing to feel you know allowing your body to to let it flow again and so forth and whether you're with somebody or not with somebody that energy is yours you know it comes from source to you through you and you could feel it all day long, whether you're making love or not making love or with someone or not with someone. That makes sense. No, I love that. I didn't even think about like the history of sexuality and like, yeah, we're definitely, I think, I don't want to say harness because I feel like that's too light of a term, but I definitely think that it was suppressed um, mm-hmm. a lot and it still is. Like, I think the- It's like, suppressed exactly- and very distorted. Yeah, like, I think, like, when people hear the word sex, like, I always say, like, whatever that first word, uh, word that like, comes to your mind when you, when someone says the word sex, like, if it has any type of, like, dirty or, like, shameful or guilt or, like, shyness, like, that tells you what your perception of sexuality is. And of yourself, because mm-hmm. it is who we are at our core. We were made from sexual energy. Right. Exactly. You know? So, and like most people don't want to think about that because it's like, ew, my parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just creative energy. It's what everything in the universe is made out of, you know? It's creative energy. Absolutely. That's a good way to think of it. I never even thought of it that way. Um, so the fourth step is knowing how to stay in a high vibrational space. So this is important mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people talk about how to get into a high vibrational state, but they never explain how to stay in that high vibrational yeah. state. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when looking at like the maintenance, basically, um, I always talk about four levels. So we have the physical, we have the emotional, we have the energetic and the spiritual. 
And in order to really stay in a high vibrational state, you actually need to take care of all those four levels. It will not work if you're just meditating or if you're just exercising or if you're just eating good or, you know, um, so they all go hand in hand because they're all connected. You know, our body is not disconnected from our emotional body or our spiritual body or, um, you know, our, our energetic body. And so, uh, but uh, on, a, on a basic level, the, because the body, you know, the body is the biggest mass that we have, right? It's like without the body, we wouldn't be in existence. Right. And the body is very much dependent on what we put into it in terms of how the cells vibrate and what, you know, what the cells are made out of, what you're made out of, depends on what you're eating. And so I have, I have the last three, four years, started to really focus more and more on talking about food and how to eat for high vibrational living um, because it is such, it's not an easy way, but it's such a basic, basic foundational way that so many people try to get around or skip around or, you know, would love to not have to deal with, but it, it's actually super crucial, um, you know, to, to eat stuff that's not toxic to our body. Right. Well, I'm sure you know, Levies, you've lived in America. That's very difficult. Not difficult, but like, it's not based on like social, I don't want to say constructs, but kind of like, that's difficult to do. Like, you really have to like, be in the headspace to like, plan and prepare for eating a certain way. It's not Mm -hmm. easy. Yeah, I mean, it becomes easy when, you know, when, when the payoff, when you get really clear what the payoff is, which, you know, for most people, we've just accepted that we all get sick when we get older. And that's just how it is. When, you know, it doesn't have to be that way, we can actually live really super healthy and super vital until a high age. And mm-hmm. when that, you know, for me, that's really become, I want to have that experience. So for me, it's not hard to eat good now. have you heard of um dan butner's blue zones no okay you would actually really love this book um it's actually i think he has multiple books but he talks about um these areas in the world where people live the longest and he like goes in and he tries to decipher like why these people are living a long time like is it their diet is that their exercise like Uh their religion like all of these different facets and so there's like different um like criteria that he like measures like quantifies i guess Uh like in these quote blue zones and like a lot of them are so different like one of them was this area i think it's actually in california i can never remember the name um but it's like these italians and he's like you go and you see these like italians that like haven't changed their diet like they're eating super high carb you know um eating a ton of red meat like but they're not dying because of high blood pressure high cholesterol they're dying of natural causes and so he goes to try to find out like why and he realizes that it's because that their stress levels are so low and mm-hmm. they have like such a strong sense of community like everyone comes over to eat like food is more of a celebration than it is like just a thing that they do and like they don't sit in front of the tv and eat <laughs> like yeah. all of those yeah. things and he's like that is i mean that's just one example there's like a punch throughout the world um yeah. of of why that they're they're living they're living longer lives yeah i mean connection is definitely you know connection is definitely one of the things that gives us power connection mm-hmm. is actually it, it actually generates power in us a feeling of power 
Whereas this connection, you know, makes us feel powerless. Yeah, absolutely. So other than food, what did we say there was another way to stay in a high vibrational state? So food, when you, so the, the diet that I'm advocating is called mucus free, which is basically, there's only a, a, most foods create mucus in the body and the mucus creates inflammation and then the inflammation creates the, you know, acidity and then we go into negativity basically. And um, I won't go too, too much into it, but if you want to research it, it's called mucus-free diet. Once you start eating in that way, because you're leaving out a lot of heavy stuff that would normally um, disc- suppress stuff in your body, you also start feeling your emotions much differently and your energy is going to start to shift. So with the eating, usually for most people, when they shift into that kind of eating, they simultaneously get invited to do all, look at all their emotional stuff that they have suppressed. And then when you do that, you know, you also start working with your, for me, the, the emotions and the energy work is really connected because the way you work with your emotions are just energy that have gotten, you know, energy has gotten stuck at a certain frequency. Right. So you, mm-hmm. there's energetic tools and one of the one, the gift that I have is one of the tools that you, it's an energetic tool that will help you, um, basically transform your emotions negative emotional states and uh, and then obviously having a spiritual some kind of a spiritual you know connection practice whatnot is really important too absolutely so you're talking like prayer or meditation yeah you know and, and it doesn't you know we, I, you know I, i'm not saying it has to be a specific god or anything i believe right. in a universal god um I've been really enjoying following um, the teachings of Mary Magdalene. She's a Cather. She actually, after Jesus died, she founded her own church and it was hugely successful. And they basically just taught that we all have a direct connection to the divine and they use the Lord's prayer as their prayer practice. And so that's one thing I've been taking on lately that I've been really enjoying and reading about her life. And, um, you know, there's many different ways that you can pray and many different um, uh, the spiritual directions and as long as you have one that resonates with you I ultimately think it's all you know it's all one it's right I do too really <laughs> no I believe too. in the same thing I was born and um, baptized Catholic but I think um, I think it's important to have like an individualized relationship with God mm-hmm. um, no it's interesting so tell us about Blossom um, Blossom is my first book, and it's a book on sexual trauma healing. And um, we talked about the the same principle. What we've talked about are some of the same principles because mostly, you know, in trauma healing and sexual trauma healing, the the way it's approached is through like talk therapy. And um, you know, a lot of people, you know, think that they have to relive the trauma and so forth. It's clinical. And my approach, yeah, and my approach is very different. It's very body centered, and I always say, you know. For the house, after the house has gotten struck by lightning, it doesn't have to go through lightning again to be mended, right? It needs to be repaired inside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people are afraid and that's why they don't want to go there, that they have to relive the experience and it's not necessary. There's really ways where you can just bit by bit work with your body and different symptoms in your body and set yourself free. And so that's what Blossom teaches people, basically. Beautiful. And it's available on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I 
think to wrap this up, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and how they can work with you? Yeah, so there's many different ways that I work with people. So it's always best to just um, book a little com- you know, conversation with me and then we can talk and find out you know, what, what might be the best um, fit. My website is Carolyn, that's C-A-R-O-L-I-N. No E at the end, it's just C-A-R-O-L-I-N. And then H-A-U-S-E-R, carolynhauser.com. And I'm sure you're going to have the link in, in the Yeah, show it'll well. be in the show notes. So you guys can just, if you're on yeah. iTunes, just slide out and, and then it'll be in there. And then on Facebook, I have a, a group where I'm really active. I'm very active on Facebook anyways. I do Facebook Lives twice a week for my personal profile under my name. And then my my group is High Vibrational Living. So if you just go to Facebook and look for High Vibrational Living, you will find my group. And um, yeah, I do a lot of stuff in that group. And you're always welcome to ask questions and um, interact with me there. It's a good way to get a hold of me. Awesome. I just requested to join your group on Facebook. And then the free gifts you can grab from the, from the Facebook group and also from my website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) One more thing. If you loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.